0: Podcasting from Singapore and broadcasting all around the world. You're listening to the Ignite EdTech Podcast with Craig Kemp, taking the pulse of educators from all over the globe and bringing what you need every week. When you need answers, you go to the experts created by an educator for educators and streaming
1: to the world.
0: Now over to your host, Craig Kemp. Hello and welcome to episode 54 of the Ignite EdTech podcast. I'm your host, Craig Kemp, and I'm thrilled to have your support. As most of you know, I continue to work with the incredibly talented Mark Quinn to improve the final audio quality of this podcast. He has his own podcast production studio that provides editing and mastering services to content creators. To connect with Mark, please see the details in the podcast notes below. And if you haven't followed his Make a Difference podcast, I highly encourage you to do so in your podcast channel of choice. Last week, I encouraged you to think about your summer and winter vacation plans and how you're going to refresh, recharge, and relearn. Thank you for sharing as always. Check out the social streams for more. This week, I wanted to ask about your favorite education books. I'm going to go into more detail about my current reads later in this episode. What are your favorite educational inspirational books that you want to shout from the rooftop and share? Let's get some social sharing going so that we can all find amazing reads for over our upcoming breaks. Please share with me via our Ignite EdTech social streams. I look forward to hearing from you soon. A tool that has positively impacted the authentic and purposeful use of technology into classrooms and meeting rooms that I have worked in is Learn Around the World. Learn Around the World has been a game changer in connecting students and teachers I have worked in in learning experiences around the world. Learn Around the World provides virtual field trips, guest speakers, and collaborations to supplement your curriculum. They strive to make their programs interactive, unique, and an experience that will get students excited about global education. Their goal is to help you create a space for your students to thrive as global citizens. Learn Around the World's mission is to promote global awareness and digital citizenship to K-12 students and the general public. I highly recommend that you take a look at learnaroundtheworld.org. The link is in the description below. Last week, we talked about making the most of your summer and winter vacation. If you're interested in learning more, go back and listen to last week's episode. This week, I wanted to focus on books that you're reading or podcasts that you're listening to. Aside from this one, of course. Whether you're already on a break or you have one coming up, what are your go-to books? I wanted to highlight the current book I'm reading and give you four more of my favorites to get you started over the holiday season. Currently, I'm rereading one of my favorite books, Simon Sinek's Start With Why. I read this book a couple of years ago, and it was instantly inspiring. Simon Sinek is someone that I quote frequently in my work, and I'm a big believer in understanding and knowing our why in every aspect of our personal and professional lives. One of the things I wanted to share as I reread and of course find new inspiring pockets of wisdom from Simon Sinek is focused on leadership. He says, there are leaders and there are those who lead. Leaders hold a position of power or influence. Those who lead inspire us. This stood out to me as something critical in my life right now. I love to learn, I love to lead, but most importantly, I've moved out of a school setting so I can inspire more people. Do I achieve this every day? No, but every time I have an interaction, I aim to do this. And I learn more about the why behind this ideal every day. Why do you do what you do? Why do you listen to this podcast? Why do you want to grow, learn, and develop in this space? All of these questions stem from one interaction here. Imagine if you could harness the power of the why to help yourself grow, develop, and empower others. This is truly the power of why, and the power of connecting, collaborating, and growing. Let's explore my top five book recommendations that you should explore over the coming weeks and months. Number one, of course, is Start With Why, How Great Leaders Inspire Everyone to Take Action by Simon Sinek. As I said, it's my current read, and every time I read it, I learn something new. In 2009, Simon Sinek started a movement to help people become more inspired at work and in turn, inspire their colleagues and customers. Since then, millions have been touched by the power of his ideas, including more than 28 million people who have watched his TED talk based on Start With Why, the third most top popular TED video of all time. Senek starts with a fundamental question. Why are some people and organizations more innovative, more influential, and more profitable than others? Why do some command greater loyalty from customers and employees? Even among the successful, why are so few able to repeat their successes over and over again? People like Martin Luther King Jr., Steve Jobs, and the Wright brothers had little in common, but they all started with why. They realized that people won't truly buy into a product, a service, or a movement until they understand the why behind it. The book, Start With Why, shows that the leaders who've had the greatest influence in the world all think, act, and communicate the same way. And it's the opposite of what everyone else does. Sinek calls this powerful idea the Golden Circle. And it provides a framework upon which organizations and people can build movements that can be led and people can be inspired. And it all starts with why. The one word that helps me inspire others. The second book on my top five list is something that I've mentioned a few times already over the past few years, The Innovator's Mindset by George Kuros. This is one of my all-time favorites. In The Innovator's Mindset, George Kuros encourages teachers and administrators to empower their learners to wonder, to explore, and to become forward-thinking leaders. If we want innovative students, we need innovative educators. In other words, innovation begins with you. Ultimately, innovation is not about a skill set, but about a mindset. By reading this book, you'll be inspired to connect with other innovative educators, to support teachers and leaders as learners, to tap into the strength of your learning community, to create ongoing opportunities for innovation, to seek more effective methods for measuring progress, and, most importantly, to embrace change and use it to do something amazing. The third book on my list. UDL and Blended Learning, Thriving in Flexible Learning Landscapes by Katie Novak and Caitlin Tucker. A book that's actually next on my to-read list, and one which reviews are blowing my mind. You can develop the skills to meet the needs of learners in any learning environment. This approachable in-depth guide unites the adaptability of universal design for learning with the flexibility of blended learning, equipping educators with the tools they need to create relevant, authentic, and meaningful learning pathways to meet students where they're at, no matter the time and place or their pace or path. With step-by-step guidance and clear strategies, authors Katie Novak and Caitlin Tucker empower teachers to implement these frameworks in the classroom with a focus on cultivating community building equity and increasing accessibility for all learners as we face increasing uncertainty and frequent disruption to traditional ways of living and learning udl and blended learning offer bold innovative inclusive solutions for navigating a range of learning landscapes from the home to the classroom and all points in between, no matter what obstacles may lie ahead. Number 4. Teaching Walkthroughs 2 – 5 Step Guides to Instructional Coaching by Tom Sherrington and Oliver Cavaglioli In the groundbreaking and best-selling Teaching Walkthroughs Volume 1, Tom and Oliver produced a brilliantly concise and accessible repository to 50 essential teaching techniques. In this follow-up second volume, Tom and Oliver team up with 10 experienced educators to present 50 brand new walkthroughs covering all the key areas of teaching, behavior and relationships, curriculum planning, explaining and modeling, questioning and feedback, practice and retrieval, and mode B teaching. As always, each technique is concisely explained and beautifully illustrated in five short steps to make sense of complex ideas and and support student learning. The last book on my list of five was In Teachers We Trust: The Finnish Way to World Class Schools by Passy Salberg and Timothy Walker. In Teachers We Trust presents a compelling vision, offering practical ideas for educators and school leaders wishing to develop teacher-powered education systems. It reveals why teachers in Finland hold high status and it shows what the country's trust-based school system looks like in action. Pasi Salberg and Timothy Walker suggest seven key principles for building a culture of trust in schools, from offering clinical training for future teachers to encouraging student agency to foster a collaborative professionalism among educators. Those are my top five books. I'd love to hear what your go-to books are. So please share online and let's build up a collection of the best. Tag in the authors and promote learning in the best way possible. I'd love to hear from you. Please reach out with your ideas and thoughts. Every week, I bring you a short interview with some of my edu heroes, an engaging learning experience with someone who makes a difference in education every day with a particular focus or angle towards educational technology. This week, I had the pleasure of chatting with Ben Sheridan. Let's have a listen to the chat. Today, I have the honor of speaking with Ben Sheridan, who you may know is at B underscore Sheridan on Twitter with over 6,000 followers. Ben is a learning and innovation coach based in Bangkok, Thailand. He's an Apple Distinguished Educator and Apple Professional Learning Specialist and has been a long time inspiring member of my PLN who I always look to for innovative and fresh ideas for authentic and purposeful technology integration. Ben, it's a pleasure to have you on the show today. Are you ready to talk about education and technology integration?
1: Absolutely, Craig. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity today.
0: You're welcome. Let's go. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about your current role and what inspires you to do what you do?
1: Sure. So um, as you mentioned, I'm actually a part-time learning innovation coach at NIST International School here in Bangkok, Thailand. I've been here, it's been about five years. It's kind of crazy. You know, when you start to tick over into those six, seven, you know, years and you look around and realize that you're kind of becoming one of those old souls (laughs) around the school. Uh, But yeah, it's pretty exciting. So in my capacity at NIST, I get to work on many levels. Uh, So I get to work with students. I get to work with teachers. I get to work with leadership. And I also get to work with parents. Uh, And so I I look at different um, sort of different ways of working with each of those groups. Part of what i really really enjoy doing is more of the sort of strategic initiatives uh and looking at sort of making large scale sort of change or large-scale implementation of projects that really push uh teaching and learning forward and with that you know comes a lot of training which is sort of like a passion of mine is, is professional learning uh but then there's also a lot of understanding what's taking place in the classroom so spending time in the classrooms to see how you know what we think is going to happen actually uh you know, what actually takes place, building those feedback loops. And then another big piece is actually parent education. Um, like I'm sure you know, parents, uh, you know, we're, we're surrounded by it every day. And we sort of take it for granted a lot of what happens in education, but it looks so different now than it did when even we went to school or the parents of our students uh, went to school. So we have to spend a lot of time sort of, you know, bringing them up to speed and helping them understand like what's actually taking place in the classroom.
0: Yeah, I love that. And, you know, we talked about uh, this prior to pushing record here, but like United EdTech, you actually run your own consultancy company part-time as well called 407 Learning. Tell us a little bit about what you
1: do. Sure. Yeah. That was, it was sort of, um, you know, something probably similar to you is something, you know, as you know, you're very networked and, and you're sort of, you know, out presenting a lot and talking and, you know, working with many different schools outside the, the school you work at. And then you just start getting, you know, asked, for help a lot, and then met uh, my partner at 407. His name is Ben Thompson. Um, it's funny because we're both called Ben, so it's kind of a running joke, you know. Anytime we do work together, but we realized that we had this a uh, pretty enormous overlap in ideology and, and sort of passion, and so we said, you know, let's just start sort of this, you know, side hustle uh, where we can actually almost legitimize the work we're, we're, we're doing, you know, and, and sort of wrap it, wrap a company around, uh, you know, what the work we do. It just sort of like snowballed and and took off yeah it's sort of this thing that really wasn't 100 percent planned and then as as we started to get super busy we realized we actually had to do some planning (laughs) and make it sort of official you know because uh you know when people come and ask you for something you actually have to have your ducks in a row and and you know people if you you know expect people to pay for a service then you know you need to be uh, accountable and stuff so Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a really exciting, uh, journey. You know, I think educators, the reason I'm an educator is because I think educators are the coolest people on the planet. I mean, they're the, they, you know, they, they wake up every day in service of, you know, other people in service of learning. And so we just get to work with people like that all over the world. So it's actually, anytime I get down or, you know, we were talking about this a little earlier about like the business development side of things, it's not what, it's not what gets me out of bed, but understanding that this has to be done so that I can do the other work that's more inspiring and actually get to work with, uh, you know, teachers who are doing amazing things with their kids in their classroom. It's it's pretty, it's pretty exciting.
0: I think you've summarized that so well, Ben, and the work you're doing is really inspirational too. And you, were, like you said, perfect timing being there in that space um, at the beginning of COVID, although we don't really like to look at it like that, you know, but your services is what exactly what schools needed at that time. And sort of on that note, you know, we're both Apple professional learning
1: specialists. Can you
0: tell our audience a little bit about what it is and what we do.
1: So, well, I think it's sort of like, you know, there's there's an the Apple Distinguished Educator, which is sort of a recognition uh, by Apple that, uh, you know, different educators are, you know, doing innovative things in their classroom that really support, uh, you know, their students and and. Learning in, in innovative ways, expressing their understanding in innovative ways, and really sort of a nod to this student agency and student voice and you know authentic uh, work, you know, et cetera. And I think Apple Professional Learning Specialist is sort of it's sort of like an extension out of that, and it just recognizes that you as an individual also have sort of a a professional learning uh, hat that you can wear. So it, not only are you doing this in your classroom, but you're actually able to help other uh, teachers and other schools, you know, look at developing systems and structures that support, you know, that type of innovative teaching and learning. So I think, you know, Apple looks to, they, they don't make any money on this, this sort of, you know, stuff, but it's a way for them to support the type of teaching and learning that they believe, you know, is almost like not owed, but it's, I think it's honoring the experience of the student in the classroom and honoring the fact that, you know, what is possible. And so I think Apple professional learning specialists are sort of champions of what is possible and they have the skills to help schools and help teachers really, uh, you know, develop the systems and structures and the professional learning opportunities to really look at what's possible and support that in their schools.
0: Yeah, I think very well said. Let's jump into some quick fire questions. The first thing that comes to your head and maybe a brief why. What is your hashtag one word for
1: 2021? I would say efficacy uh, and, and like the ability to the, the belief that you have what it takes to get the job done. And I've seen that you know, teachers just become so much more confident. And, you know, approaching uh, teaching and learning with innovative, with this, you know, heavy, heavy use of technology in unfamiliar situations, (laughs) you know, we went online for a while and it was like really, really hard for everybody, you know, and then we went back to in person and then we switched back to online and there was this real calm, you know, amongst staff. And they were like, you know, everybody was just like, you know, we got this. We've done it before. We can do it again. You know, we can do this. So I think efficacy is sort of like that hashtag that I would say.
0: And what's your favorite edtech book or resource?
1: Well, there's one that I'm reading right now. Really cool. Um, is this on design thinking, and it's actually a collection of, um, articles that were written by people like Tim Brown and, and other people, you know, out of Harvard. And that's just sort of really one of these little things I'm brushing up on. I'm a big fan of design thinking. We're looking at developing this space uh, at NIST. We're doing a you know grand master plan rebuild of the entire campus. And, and one of the, the places is going to be this innovation center. So that's one I'm currently reading. But probably one of my favorites of all time is the Invent to Learn by Steger and Martinez. And uh, I think it's just... I don't know. I mean, I, I I don't know if you've read it, but it's just one of those things where it just makes sense. It's like, this is so, this makes such sense, but it's rooted in such sound pedagogy, you know, and it looks at like actually creating things, products that express your understanding of ideas, et cetera. Um, so it's, it's, I think it's, it's really cool. And I think every, everybody should read it.
0: We'll make sure the link to that is in the podcast notes as well. What's your go-to EdTech tool that the listeners need to try?
1: And that's 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 a great question if you look at like, you know, over the past year. And it's interesting, over the past year, actually, I think we've seen a, a sort of consolidation, you know, because schools, you know, being remote and having to support teachers, uh, you know, not only in, in and how they use the tools, but which tools they use, how to, they have to support parents, you know, students, etc. So we've seen sort of this like consolidation in this, uh, you know, doubling down on a core set of tools. But I think the one tool that really has sort of blown me away over the last year actually has been the iPad. And, uh, you know, I don't know if this is a popular, uh, you know, sentiment, but the way that Apple has sort of doubled down with their um, their iPad and how they've designed it around the pencil now, and one of the big shifts I've seen is you know long ha- it's long been seen as this tool for students right, and it's sort of been this app focused like what apps can I get for the for this iPad, and now it's more uh, looked at what are students creating that express their understanding and not necessarily just using one app. It's this app smashing idea, but. The area that I've seen it grow most over the last year is actually now it's seen as a teaching tool. And the fluency that teachers have developed around this tool has has been just inspiring. And teachers now see it as not just something their students use, but it's something that they use as an integral piece, an integral tool for their teaching.
0: Amazing. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. You know, the the schools that I work with, the, in the same essence that you do with with Apple devices, is just that whole creation over consumption, and I, and I love seeing that. Uh, and it's something really important that's coming out of a lot of research as well. Uh, when we look at the future and being able to harness, you know, anything that's thrown at us, um, that ability to create and problem solve is critical.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Well said.
0: What is one daily habit or practice that helps you enjoy, progress, and succeed in your career?
1: <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm actually working on my PhD at the moment, and so it should be my answer should be writing, <laughs> but but it's still reading. So I probably read between one to two hours a day. I'm a voracious reader. I've always has been. You know, I don't know if uh, I think it just runs in my family. Uh, so I think reading is is uh you know top of my list. But you know, writing is something that I've kind of dipped in and out of. And it's something that honestly I'm not really all that good at writing. I I'm I'm working to become a better writer and and writing at a PhD academic level is is something that's really difficult for me. But it's it's uh it's sort of one of my goals. Uh, you know, it's actually to finish up this PhD. I'm I'm finished with my coursework, uh, so it's sort of, you know. All eyes on me to to start producing. So currently, it's reading. It should be writing. So talk to me in another year.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like a tough one, isn't it? And what's your favorite education-focused quote?
1: Oh, okay, yeah, that's a good one. So, so I'm a big fan of sort of the old-school educators, and so Dewey, you know, um, John Dewey. So he says, "Education is not preparation for life. Education is life itself." And I think that's just resonated with me throughout my whole career. And, and it, you know, when we look at working with our kids in the classroom, you know, uh, you know, and they think, well, who is this for? You know, is this for the teacher? Well, then, you know, sort of like, what's the point? But if we sort of keep this idea that education is life itself and education should, you know, mirror life and we, we are provided with so many opportunities you know with within real life and so many uh experiences that kids can engage in that relate to their 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 life and that actually they can produce stuff that actually makes a difference in in our world so i think that's that's why it's one of my favorite quotes
0: Well said. And what's the best way, Ben, for the listeners to follow and connect with you? Because you've shared so much wisdom and information here. How can they connect?
1: Yeah, probably just follow me on Twitter. Give me a shout out. Um, I'm pretty active. I'm not like a super, super active, but I mean, I'm on it every day if if someone... Reaches out to me. I'm, I'm 99% of the time I'm going to respond. Uh, I love hearing from people. I love being inspired. You know, people ask me to, to join them on projects and, and do some writing with them. I've actually just written a couple articles with some people. Um, so, you know, so I'm always looking to, you know, push myself and open myself up to new opportunities. And Twitter is probably the best way to do it.
0: And we'll make sure all of the links to this and 407 learning links will be in the podcast notes as well. Awesome. Thanks, Greg. Ben, thank you so much for your time today. Inspirational as always.
1: Thanks, Greg. Thanks so much for the opportunity. It's been great.
0: Next week, join me for episode 55 of the Ignite EdTech podcast when I'm joined by Clint Hamada. One of the things I love doing is giving away prizes. as a thank you for tuning in, listening, and hopefully following the Ignite EdTech podcast. Last week, I gave away two seats for Mandy Frelick's Mindfulness for Teachers course. To win, you need to complete the form at bit.ly slash edtechwin. The winners have already been contacted directly by me, and they are Matt Jensen and Charmaine Merva. Congratulations, Matt and Charmaine. This week, I'm giving away one hour of free consultancy from Ben Sheridan and 407Learning. To win this prize, you need to go to bit.ly slash edtechwin and complete the simple form. It'll take you less than a minute to do. The link is in the description below. Competition closes on Wednesday the 23rd of June, and the winner will be contacted directly by me and announced on next Friday's podcast episode. Good luck. If you enjoyed today's episode, please smash that follow button and share it with your colleagues, friends, and families. Please remember to spend two minutes to rate this podcast too so we can reach more educators and edtech enthusiasts globally. Please share your favorite part of today's episode by tagging me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And please don't hesitate to ask me questions that I can answer in an upcoming episode. Remember, you have the chance to win as well. Check out the links in the description for more, and I'll see you again next week. If you like today's episode, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss another episode and be in the drawing to win prizes every week. If you know others that would enjoy the show, please hit that share button and brighten their day. Join us again next week for your weekly EdTech hit with at NZ. We'll see you again soon.